0: welcome alex nice to have you here it's good, to, it's good to to catch up uh i feel i feel almost like i'm catching up with a longtime friend we haven't spoken in a while so
1: welcome yeah, hello hello it's been a while uh, true uh, very true a lot of things you know I, <laughs> ftx and stuff
0: but yeah how are you I'm, I'm doing fantastic man i'm doing great loving loving doing the podcasting and, and project going great and and yeah how about you how's how's everything going
1: um, it's going great it's been very interesting the, the end of the last year with all the all the market feel like it was a necessity in terms of uh, of all the noise and so far so good new version of uh, of next decade coming we open luxury uh, 3.io which is very focused on luxury brands more uh, more partnership with brands um, i think by Mid of twenty uh, twenty-three we will have a lot of announcement with those brands and without the brand so building <laughs> building in the background.
0: Alright, so yeah, we have a lot to unpack because you told me that you have a lot going on. Let's let's start from yeah. the start for the people that don't know you. Um who are you? What was your journey prior to Web3? How did you end up getting into web3 what was that process like for you
1: me i'm the ceo of next decade so a company uh, building in web3 and uh, a bit metaverse too before that you, you want the full explanation or the everything of the that comes to mind just just <laughs> roll with it okay i'm, I'm gonna give a, a specific angle because i've been working on this uh, Uh, with my vc recently to to provide maybe a clearer vision of where i want to go i don't know if you know uh, when when did you started internet
0: Mm, i was like i think the first times i was probably eight or nine okay me me it was 10 2000, 2000 something like that okay okay same for me how did you start it um i remember i remember the internet connection i remember more so the games um but but my first interactions were very like plain and simple of uh hearing the beep 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 beep, uh sound
1: yeah me too (laughs)
0: like my mom telling me uh what it was about but I, i
1: never took it that far at that early age okay Okay, I see. So, so me, um, I'm, I'm born in 1990. So I was 10 years old when I started, 2000 like you. And, uh, I've started with the Internet Relay Chat, IRC. And I started on w- Wanna Do and Voila in French, like the Internet provider. And, and my dad told me that. So I saw the chat with all the message and he told me it's an infinite story and people can contribute to the story. I was like, Okay, that's interesting. And since when? I've been spending so much time uh, on internet. It was way more interesting than school for me. And I became, I think, an operator of uh, when I do Voila Chat at 13 years old, moderating something like channels with 2,000 uh, people chatting. And you know, uh, you have a lot of uh, weird people online. And uh, I had to kick people uh, that wanted to to maybe to have a uh, adult relation uh, on the chat for uh, for young people, etc. Uh, so I wa- was one of the youngest, actually. And to chat, you know, you had nothing back in the day. It's like Discord, but you have only the nickname, the username, and the what you type, your style in a way, but also the colors that you use when you type. And the people that were using a software called the MIRC, were able to type in colors, like one letter in orange, one letter in blue, one letter in orange, one letter. And I was like, okay. fascinated by this. I was like, like they flexing in a way. And, and me, I'm writing in black, black and white. It's, it's, it's so so dumb. So I started to learn how to use this software. Um And it was the beginning of of my fascination for uh, social currency. How you, can you, like, not shine, but uh communicate and and be more uh, yourself? Mm-hmm through digital, but with uh, with differentiation elements. And since when I've been doing this, I realized today uh, in a loop. So I've been doing the same after um, in gaming because I started playing World of Warcraft, I think in 2007. So having the gear that can make the difference, et cetera, the way you look with your gear, et cetera, was very important. And then the consequence of all of this, I was able to code and design, I always Done both at the same time, spending a lot of time on websites like uh, scriptsdb.org or DeviantArt. DeviantArt is still active for design uh, to learn how to do it, but totally self-taught. Before the the, the back, the back in France, <laughs> the, the diploma, uh, i I decided to not do it actually because I was spending way too much time on internet, which put me in a difficult situation when I was twenty uh, to to find a job because I was young. Uh, So I did different things. And I started something at Epitech to learn how to code properly. But I I was already coding and designing. But I started this uh, this thing, which led me to Microsoft. So I spent uh, my internship at Microsoft and Huawei uh, in China. So I discovered the Chinese market uh, and all the big part of the Asian culture iot internet of things cloud computing ai in 2015 microsoft organized a hackathon with louis vuitton which i was a part of as a mentor uh, at the beginning and then i decided to participate rather than mentoring the the hackathon uh, and then louis vuitton called me back saying oh we were very interested by what you've done even though we didn't win and we might have a job for you so i went and uh, every, everything was very discreet and uh, this is how I entered at Louis Vuitton, uh, doing the first smartwatch of Louis Vuitton called the Tambour Horizon. And then since when uh, I worked with Virgil Abloh, I worked with Nicolas Ghesquière, I worked with uh, League of Legends for the mechatronic trunk that we did with Louis Vuitton um, for Aura Blockchain also. Um, so that was my first contact with uh, with Blockchain. And then after five years at Louis Vuitton, I decided to leave uh, Louis Vuitton because I've been doing a lot of... Uh, IOT product, something like ten, and the vibe around Web three was growing and growing. Uh, in two thousand twenty one, after leaving uh, Louis Vuitton, a lot of people contacted me to be the CTO in their startup. Uh, so I met a lot of VC, and I realized they were interested by my uh, what I've done before. Uh, and me, I was still interested by social currency because you know it's big also social currency in uh, in luxury. You don't buy luxury product because they are extremely useful, but just because it gives a lot of um, social currency in a way. And I decided to build next decade to, to work on this digital identity because I felt like the software was a bit behind in luxury industry. And the tech industry is not really understanding the concept of digital identity in gaming. It's very deep, but in a way gaming is niche. And I have the feeling like Web3 is gonna bring digital identity. And and maybe introvert people because it's more inclusive in a way. Web three you can still be against a digital uh, uh, behind a digital identity, but be yourself and and assume what you think or or be who you want to be. Maybe some someone different kind of role play that you find uh, sometimes. And how how do you empower people and brands to be seen as they want to be uh, in a digital environment, which was never for me. What people used to say, like something for people that are only online, they never leave their um, room, etc. For me, it's the opposite. You go online to find people that share the same interest, and then you can hang out in the real life with people that have the same interest. Um, so this is this is the the path, the, the the way that I've been building everything since the beginning. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing.
0: Yeah, I completely missed that that backstory from it's really cool because you've actually lived the the high school dropout dream that everyone kind of (laughs) (laughs) fantasizes about for the past I don't know, it's a dream
1: back in the day. I
0: I know it was not. I I would not have wanted to have your parents. I dropped out of my master's in law and my mom got pissed. (laughs) I cannot imagine if I dropped out of, of high school. But at least now in retrospect, it's 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 really cool. Yeah, um, and yeah, when when you were talking about like the online flex, it, it reminded me of this is not going to to uh, relate to a lot of the non French people, but uh, do you remember yeah. Skyblogs? Of course. Yeah, and and Skyblogs and MSN's like the whole point of this was like how can you flex on other people? How can you? What can you figure out about this infrastructure that no one has figured out yet? And 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 how can you make the most of it?
1: Yeah, and if you think about it, for example, MSN it talks to everybody. You remember at the beginning the nickname was black, and then an add-on came, and you were able to put colors and emojis in your name. It was not the case at the beginning. It went crazy, like people were creating uh, uh, nicknames with like ASCII and stuff, and and then you realize that you can give a little amount of personalization. People will use it like crazy to to develop their identity online uh, and for me it's such a big thing still not understood I think from a lot of companies but it is so huge
0: it is and it's i i mean that's you you'll you'll talk about it a lot better than i can but that's what i feel the the metaverse is when when i think of the metaverse i actually i think um ready player one is such an appealing like Future for the metaverse because it's anyone can build whatever they want on it I think webiverse uh had this has this um has this yeah. vision that basically you uh you can just expand on what's already existing and then within that same world you' been you build your own world and and that's that composability that if you empower community then there's just and Roblox does it very well by the way
1: yeah uh it's it's a matter of culture i I was I was describing something uh, this morning, like you have always the same the same steps. And the, the sentence of Elon Musk uh, resonate when he says, we play in a simulation, because I have the feeling it's the same thing over and over, but with different uh, subculture that are becoming mainstream. Uh, I'm explaining what I mean by that. You start as a newbie, you are a noob. You come, you don't know what, uh, what you are doing. You kind of look like shit in a game, or, or with your weak NFTs, etc. It's not like, um, but you see a product on someone. You're like, hmm, what, what is that? So if you think about luxury, it could be a bag. You see a bag, and you would like the bag. It looks beautiful. What is it? That's the first thing you say. In NFTs, it's the same. I see your uh, your PFP right now. I'm like, hmm, it's, it's cool. What is it? I'm, I'm asking you, and you tell me. Oh, this is this brand. Like. It can be Artifact, it can be Louis Vuitton, whatever. Okay, I'm going to do some research. I look at the brand and then they explain me the world. Oh, it was created uh, this year for this reason, etc. You understand the mechanics. So no, you're already in a metaverse in a way. For gaming, it's very clear because you see the 3D, the world, they can do whatever they want. For brands, it could be like a fashion show. uh, It could be a a store, something that puts you in, in a mood. Then after you have e-commerce very often where you can buy Uh, so engage financially um, to empower yourself then you can wear those products um, which is which is your avatar in a way you're not yourself as you used to be you're someone new and you're playing this new role and then you have things to share also you have your wallet in a way you put your uh, your bag, etc., at home in a safe place at the at the right place. You have your metamask wallet where you can put the things. You have your cloud where you can put other things. So there is always a place where you uh, arrange all those things, and then you can wear them. And then people can comment on your look, so on your NFTs, on your uh, your look, your uh, whatever, whatever the way you code, the way you drive. Um, and then you can go to. Uh, real-life parties, real-life event to connect with people and develop this business and, and decide to be uh, a spectator, a contributor, or even a leader in this field. And I realized each time you have a mechanism uh, for the culture, like a, a culture vehicle, I call it. So if you think about uh, internet chat, uh, it's the people that decided to create channels like Discord. It, it was more the channels than the server back in the day. Um, if you create a channel and you have a lot of people in your channel, you help the culture because you create retention for the this the service and more people are coming, sharing. And then at some point it becomes mainstream because you gather attention. Um, you think about gaming. It's the people like in World of Warcraft that are creating guilds. They create guilds, people, they get involved into guilds and then it creates the culture and it becomes e-sport, etc. Same thing for, uh, for luxury. It used to be Instagram account, or you can argue, or it can be on Twitter, Instagram, or whatever, but you have an account that leads this, and that's fun because I, I verified it. Like the creators in luxury brands, they follow some accounts of passionate people to feel the trend, get inspired, and then create the collection. Um, cool. Yeah, and then in, in Web3, I don't know yet. I, I would say Dao's, because they were the first maybe to have a lot of crypto, invest, support project. More and more. I don't know if influencers they have an impact. Uh, maybe yes, maybe not. But for sure, those accounts that are relaying a, messa- a message is what like brands, for example, they are looking for. They are looking at those people that are relaying this, this uh, culture, re- resharing, retweeting. And it's growing and growing and growing. And at some point, it will become mainstream it's
0: so incredibly present in 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 nft project uh, i yeah. think the first one to do it extremely well was azuki um, yeah azuki you, know, you have, insane. DAO, you have yeah. um spirit dao there, there's probably a few i'm not the the best first but i i recently joined uh, valhalla and valhalla has yeah. insane like insane community power behind their their smaller daos of like the bala uh the Bala ones, uh mine is a maroon background, for example, which uh some people have rallied behind. And yeah, it's it's super powerful because you you get your groups of super users, of super community members, and they like the most vocal ones will manage to uh have a big impact on the brand and also have a big yeah. impact on their own financial well being because you're yeah. you're basically by being uh a proactive member of a subcategory of an NFT project, you actually give more value to that NFT project, you make it more appealing and so it exactly.
1: brings you power. And, and it's both ways in a way, I see the trend of free mint a lot. So even when you have so much attention as a leader or, or as an organization, you can then create free mint and bring money to those people because they were early adopters, they have a facilitated access to it. So then you can share the uh, outcome of the attention. Mm because together you are strong and people want to to be involved brands or individuals
0: that's really interesting because I you often hear about the argument of like the dilution of the supply you know when when you have an initial collection that uh yeah. generates a free mint for their initial collection it's like okay yeah that's cool, but don't do it too much because you're gonna you're gonna dilute your ecosystem and that's what uh, artifact for example has been a lot of has been in in some trouble for because they people are saying uh, that they haven't given enough value to their holders or that it has been diluted but i hadn't heard it about it that way of yeah it's a it is a reward and you do with it what you want if you decide that you sell it then it dilutes a little bit the supply but it also lets someone in
1: yeah and 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 the supply is is a problem for digital i think we will get rid of this topic of supply at some point because in digital it doesn't make any sense to talk about supply but more about events like if you collect like pop is uh, interesting pops are on it's like small the use case right now, but they are on something because it's an event. And if you get something out of an event, it's fine to have to have a huge supply because life is going on. So you have events uh, very often, and those event, those badge, those whatever you call them, could financially mean something. And then you can change the life of uh, of a lot of people How just cool. by. I give you an example. I, I'm a, I have my community as an influencer in a way, like on Twitch, for example. Uh, I said, "Come on, uh, come on my room. I'm gonna do a free mint right now, and you lock the the entry to the room, like 200 people max, uh, and it's like something metaverse. And uh, it's kind of full guys. You create like some other way to get the the free mint, and you put a lot of free mint everywhere, and people have to rush and go and to get the free mint. So it's a fun experience." And this free mint, some viewers are frustrated because they can't enter to get this free mint like right now. And then right after, the free mint will be worth something because the the influencer has the strategy behind to 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 activate this token. And then the token will be worth something because uh, b- because of uh, the the demand from the community that love this 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 um, this creator. You can see it with donation and stuff. And then those people that were here and created this momentum of attention, they will be rewarded just by the fact that they were here before everybody and did everything that the creator wanted them to be engaged with. Um, this I see it in the near future where uh, where you can redirect money and value to your community rather than you as a creator all the time.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. But then you, you kind of fall back into the... Um, there, there's still the supply for, for that experience. And so I, I, I th- yeah, I think the concept is very interesting. I, I don't, one of the main value propositions behind, for example, clone X has this value because there's only 20,000 of them. It's backed by Nike. And so it's this paradox of demand of potential demand um, because Nike and what they've done in the past and everything that artifact has done until now, Against uh, okay, but it's scarce. There is only going to be two twenty thousand of them, and that's what also brings value to to some sneakers and to some um, luxury brands uh, items. So how how what what do you mean by uh, supply will not be a thing or should not be a thing? And and how do you see how would you see that evolve?
1: I see brands less valuable than Louis Vuitton, and Louis Vuitton is one of the most producing item company in the world so in a way it's less scarce Mm. than other brands but it's still more expensive so it's only a matter of perception at the end people they say it's scarcity because they are deep into bitcoin that has a fixed supply etc but you have no idea of uh, how human perception can change and especially on those on very small numbers like that even when we say, "Oh, diamond, it's rare; it can be very expensive, up to sixty million, for example, etc." You have no idea of how many diamonds are out there, and and it's actually it's not scarce at all. But people they have this perception that it's scarce. Even a Rolex or something like that, it's not it's not rare at all. And just perception. People are confused with perception. I think um, they think it's scarce, and you know, at the end, it's all about the narrative. Some companies are like Azuki is a good example. They they come back from hell, but the narrative is so good and the execution too that just can't fight it. They, they do it well and and they feel it. Mm. The big the big difference or problem
0: then one is you're you're right. It's a matter of perception and and, and yeah. also we're 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 still living in our in our small bubble. Like there's yeah. a few thousand NFT people just like buying and selling each other's each other's NFTs right now. So so of course we 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 see the scarcity as a big point because right now uh, it, we're still a small number, but you, you have the blockchain, and so it, it would be really hard for me to look up how many uh, LV bags are out there on the market. But it's super easy for me to go and check that there is ten thousand Azuki and. And then what? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) That's the problem. This this is a very interesting (laughs) uh, conversation because I I haven't (laughs) thought about it like that. For me, it it was at least subconsciously an important part of it because, yeah, there's only 20,000 of those. So, of course,
1: they're extremely valuable. But now that you put it this way, yeah, I see your point. It's the experience that sucks, I think, in NFT's world. Okay, it's valuable, you get it, and then what? Nothing, very often. Even if you think something happened, to, to really deploy a plan for, for customers at the end, we say community, but at the end, it's customers, you, you pay your uh, asset. Uh, you need s- so many resources. I have seen it from inside, what they are doing with fashion shows, dinner, client advisor, etc. And you need human people. Like, to I I would be interested. I think Louis Vuitton is 400 stores worldwide. The amount of client advisors they have to take care of one uh, client, it's huge. And the team of founder of uh, an NFT project is small. So for 10,000 clients, I don't know how many client advisors they have, but it's way more than what you see in uh, NFTs. And they take good care of people. So you know the small attention like birthday like it's it's stupid but I've never seen a Nft project wishing a birthday to except to the founder um, automatically it is, that's super weird for me as a as a brand because no they are brand um, so they need to adopt this client culture and the client is very demanding if you think about it I think we produce maybe 90% of the content that was consumed that was created uh, on internet was created last year and it's almost already all consumed. We need to create more content. So the clients are very demanding and if you don't have a strong uh, structure that can handle all this demand, the concept is kind of going away. And I think also Web3 people have a lot of vision this isn't because they are early adopters. This is maybe not the case of mainstream and brands like Artifact in a way they are ready for mainstream and mainstream is not coming yet. Thanks to people like uh, FTX and things like that. So in a way they are, uh, they are losing short term because they are maybe ready too soon uh, for the mainstream adoption. and. In a way, they don't have the culture of Nike. Uh, Nike, it's it's like Louis Vuitton. It's been years that they are operating. So the employees have a, their own pace. They know how to do the things. They feel everything. The artifact teams have to build everything, every day, everything, everything, depending on the market. And um, it's a lot of pressure when you had such, such success to keep providing value because you, the numbers are, are crazy for Artifact. Huh? Um, and you need to provide value. And, and, and on, on top of that, you build on top of Twitter, which is very hard as a social network compared to Instagram. Um, so yeah, I, I would say maybe short term, it looks like there is no, not enough value. But I would bet on Artifact long term when the mainstream is here, because um, I think they are ready for mainstream adoption.
0: Yeah, man. The the you said so many so many little things. Yeah, there's there's definitely this thing of timing and of and right now the uh, because we're in a bear market and because there's there's very little liquidity. There's uh people. There's a lot less happening on the market, and so we pay attention a lot more and our own uh, personal. Well-being and our own personal perspective is going to affect how we react to this or that news. And yeah. so, for for a, for a company like man, if 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 this was a if this was a full-on bull market, um, artifact would be doing so much better, even like relative to to other yeah. to other yeah. teams, I, I, I think.
1: And they are trying hard things. Uh, I've been doing, for example, connected shoes with Louis Vuitton. The the number of things that you need to to do to do, to have certification worldwide uh do the test for those those sneakers et etc it's hard and and they are you know success comes from failure it's it's a known sentence, but they are taking some failure now that will benefit them in 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 few months Absolutely. when people will will struggle uh, so yeah never be short term <laughs>
0: Uh, you were saying some really cool thing about delivering value for for NFT. <laughs> you were saying mm-hmm. some really cool things. Yeah. You too. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. For, for <laughs> NFT projects and delivering value. And, and I agree with you with uh, wishing people birthday, but right now there's, there's this disconnect. And for example, there's no, um, there's no real CRM for Web3. I know that yeah. uh, the eFounders team is is working on that. Three uh, yeah. is working on that as well. Yeah, very good team. Very very good team, and yeah. um, and I think there like people are noticing the and you have an, another team like Tropy who is uh, trying to add yeah. uh, a. a utility layer on top of nfts uh what my first guest tara is building uh co-create and so she's providing um services for people who have launched an nft collection yeah and so there's all of this and there's probably hundreds of hundreds more because right now we have the foundation layer we have the community layer and it's really actually fascinating because we were all looking at crypto like the financial aspect and then DeFi, uh, you owning your your own uh finances and and uh taking that power away from banks. And then you have NFTs that come in, and for me they blew my mind because I was like, All right, this is what's been missing this whole time. It's that uh linking uh material for people. To, to connect and to feel like they belong to something. And then on top of that, you can build a bunch of things. So how do you, where, like you're a designer, you're an entrepreneur, you're a tech guy, you're a business, you're, you're a lot of a visionary as well. So how do you see this uh, evolving? How do you see these brands who have like achieved very fast what it took others years to do in like building a very strong super user super community base what do you think they build on top of that in the next few years in terms of value delivery
1: you've you said the thing they've built a brand at a speed that is crazy blazing fast no they have a problem they have a brand and you don't manage the reputation of a brand like a side project uh, like if you look at luxury company, their the reputation is everything you saw Balenciaga, the, the drama a few yeah. weeks ago uh, it, it's killing brands when, when these kind of things happen and I'm sure they didn't want it to have this kind of drama but when, sometimes it's happened, it happens it um, happens for example, Virgil did a fashion show Virgil Abloh and he, he put the flag of all his team at the studio so you can see a, lo- a bunch of flag. and people were saying oh my flag is not on the fashion show so it means that you are racist in a way that was n- not mean at the beginning, but the perception was crazy and, and a good communication department can anticipate this. The problem is that it's managed by the same people that are building also. So they can do everything like build, manage the reputation, make sure the... And it's very intense. They have limited team very often at the beginning. So so you spread your energy in, in multiple topics. And at some point, when you are such a big brand, you need to focus on uh, and put all your energy in something and have other people being able... To, So no, no, they need to hire, but how you hire people that are not ready? If you try to hire a blockchain or a marketer or something like that in Web3, you're going to struggle because very often they are not built for that. They will say, oh, I I used to be a product manager in in an IT department or something like that. But it's it's not the same thing at all. There is the culture that is missing. So you need time to to have the, the amount of people that are available for this. And you can see the opposite way as they struggle to enter in Web3, the big companies like Facebook, Google, etc., because the employees are not ready to, to, to do this, uh, even if they are very talented in other uh, contexts. So first, it's a matter of having the right team, then focusing on something. Um, Sometimes it's the CEO that needs to be a CEO because he's still doing like product or doing some marketing, etc. cetera. I know you need a bigger team. Um sometimes it's uh, the brain there is no pillar in the brain people they were clicking on the art clicking on the activity on twitter but that's it and 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 for a dna it's very weak you need you need a bigger dna so what are your key pillar and maybe you need to do a step back maybe you have uh, some depth You, you started something and now you feel like Oh, we need to reward this collection and this collection and this collection, but it's not going in the way we want to bring the DNA. So you need to rethink everything and, and not frustrate or maybe frustrate some people. Um, but the problem for me is the vertical, because if you think about it, okay, you started in the NFT, now you are a brand. What your brand is producing? If it's NFT, it's going to be a problem because you have this dilemma of supply and the fact that companies are successful is that they are able to repeat something very often and and make margin well. because they streamline the process. Yeah, if you can't create NFTs like every day and sell them, you have a problem. Uh, so what do you do? So very often they say, okay, we go, we do merch, we do a hoodie or we do a cap or, or something like that. Okay, but in terms of craftsmanship, you will order to some supplier uh, that is doing, I don't know, soccer uh, t-shirt, you put uh, three logo and then you ship this. The shipping is a nightmare. You did it very in a manual way and shipping worldwide is, 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 is too hard. Um, some certification issue, um, a regulator issue. Then the quality of duty is not that good. Then in terms of customer, you can't uh, give back the money. If they don't like the product, you need to get back the thing. In fact, like it's a full infrastructure to deploy. So then they realize they're not ready to do merch and physical product. So the question is, what do they do? Movies? Anime? So, so they have uh, this to choose. And if they say, for example, we want to be a, a gaming company, Okay. When you, how much money do you need? Because building a game, you see, you saw with cyberpunks or things like that. It's, it's, hard. It's very hard. Um, and maybe people from web three, they don't really want games they like casual thing, like casual Twitter, casual uh, hype, casual things, but not too deep. Like, I don't want to spend to, to incarnate a character and then do quests like World of Warcraft. It's, if I want to play World of Warcraft, I go play World of Warcraft, but web three might be different in a way. Um, so yeah, it's a lot of questions to answer for those new brands.
0: Yeah, it's huge. It's huge. And, and I, I actually, yeah, I hadn't gone so far into the, the rabbit hole of this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it, it is true that usually the most successful businesses and the most successful products, they start with the vision of. This is where we're going. This is our vision. This is the problem that we want to solve. And we're going to dedicate most of our uh, attention and most of our resources towards it. But in the case of NFTs, you have a bunch of people who find themselves with a shit ton of money on their hands and sometimes great people, sometimes people who have very high expectations. and, And they face these people who are technically their customers, like you say, but who feel like they are investors and, and yeah. own part of the network, which is what I personally believe should be. I think that's web three that this is not something that, uh, most p- people seem to share because they, they're, they're still like this really top down relationship of, all right, you're the team now do something. Uh, make make my nft um valued more and so when you start like this with no clear direction and you have to figure it out on the go you're going to go bankrupt like 9 times out of
1: 10 yeah time. yeah the fact that you are not in lean mode creates a lot of noise and imagine y- you have to make sure your team can eat and work you you have mm-hmm. to make sure that your investors they have enough progress like okay retention is not good uh you need to change something yeah but i have my plan let me no no no. no. we need retention like this month you raise so much money it's, it's now okay uh, and you need to deploy this money yeah but i would prefer to do my product no no no, no. deploy the money like do marketing mm-hmm. events go we go in new york we, you do an interview etc like <laughs> okay uh, and then you have the community going crazy and not everybody's built for this life and um, when you try to satisfy too many people, very often you fail uh, because uh, you can't satisfy everybody. So those founders, they need to go back to their uh, gut feeling and very often they will be in situation like a lot of owners that we saw in the past, Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, uh, Jeff Bezos, they were against their investor, against their community. Like remember when uh, Mark Zuckerberg released the wall on Facebook uh, oh the world is uh, such a nightmare uh, feed news feed are stupid snapshot when they change the UI UX because they had a strong feeling so you 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 need to start being um, kind of a dictator with your gut feeling because at the end people are buying your vision since the very beginning this is what started where everything started but very often you see also that those people, they are kind of introvert, the people that made the uh, Web3 project uh, great. You can look also Vitalik Buterin. it's a kind of uh, good, uh, an, a good, exactly, very smart mm-hmm. and even more visionary than what I thought actually, because I, I realized some stuff. But the problem is that being a dictator where you, you're introvert, you are very hard with yourself very often, but not that hard with People around you can't really protect what you think because you are not used to those leadership conflicts. That's why you were in your room developing your own project a bit uh, on the side. So you need to evolve, and it takes time. You can't ask someone to be like that in, in in two months. They need time to rotate and and be who they need to be for the project. And some of them they will not succeed to 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 switch and they will say okay burnout I prefer to go back to my previous life because this one is not for me. Or
0: you do what Pixelmon did raised I think it was 70 million at the time of the at the time of the mint and just okay. passed on the project to a capable team and management. And yeah. and that's that's actually a pretty Okay, you're it's smart native. Yeah, it's super smart. It's very smart yeah. and the people who who actually stayed in and oh. and, and and trusted it uh, I think it will pay off greatly for them, um, and it, it's all right. I did my thing. I did what I'm good at. I I'm Web three native. I'm good at understanding how the market, how these markets work. I'm good at raising money. That doesn't make me a good product builder, and so I yeah. raise the money. I'm going to take my cut, and then I'm going to pass it on, and and uh, these people are gonna are gonna do fine. And I have another counter example: uh, Ether orcs. I don't. Do, do you know about Ether orcs? No, I don't know. The, the, for in my mind they're one of the OG project uh on-chain games, uh very cool pixel okay. art, and and incredible community. And they just announced that they're letting go of their project, that they're turning everything CC0, um wow. and 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 that people if they want to can can build on it. And it's really interesting because they're super passionate. And they wanted to build something really cool and they did, but they came to a point where they're they're so kind and they're so web three and decentralized oriented, but they were, they didn't make any money. They, they didn't manage to turn this into a business, which is like, we're still in a capitalist society at some point. Like you were saying, you have mouths to feed, you have servers to pay for, you have uh, services. At some point, you are going to face a lawsuit, so you have to be able to pay your lawyers. Like yeah. All of these things are just like real-life stuff of of being a builder, being a founder. And that's yeah. those are things that not a lot of Web3 founders start off um, understanding from the get-go.
1: Yeah, and then they don't have the right network. Also, me, me uh, going to to business with tech companies or, uh, or luxury companies, I created the network of like lawyer, accountant, etc. That are good, and I like when it's organic. So I trust people. They introduce me people. So then there is a there is trust. Um, if I created a project and I have to find lawyer, uh, accountant, etc. And I go on uh, Google and say uh, lawyer. Uh, not too expensive because it's the beginning, etc. It's it's gonna be a nightmare. I, like when you come f- with a recommendation and when you come without a recommendation, it's not the same thing. So I think they, they might be a, a bit alone sometime. And uh, and also I think me as an as an investor in some project, we spoil those creators. Like we kill them by making it to like giving too much money too fast. It's like a child, you you give too much money to a child, uh, you will see the results, it's going to be a nightmare. You need to, yeah, you need to think that you will allocate some money to those guys when they need it, but not too fast, because otherwise, they can't be lean. And if there is too much noise, they can't find the traction. And if there is no traction, your investment will go to hell.
0: That's a super interesting paradigm shift. (laughs) <laughs> Dude, we should actually like this should be the normal setup okay you want to raise 10 million you're going to get 100k a month for the next 100 months that's yeah like, and that's so much fucking money um yeah, that should be that should be the case because we faced we faced so many times more times than 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 was necessary um like imagine a system where you you're like all right i'm going to commit a, th- a thousand bucks um but at, at some it's put in escrow and it's um okay now this is going to get too complicated
1: <laughs> but anyway no but I, I can i i can give you because we built a smart contract build on that so i, I don't know if it's going to work or not but just to just to play with and we will give it to the community L- listen to the mechanism for example you put one eth uh, okay it's a mint uh, you create your project i put one eth you can't withdraw it because there is rules you, you need to define a supply, you need to define a goal, which is maybe 30% or 50% of the overall supply supply that needs to be sold on the second-hand market. If there is no sale, you can't withdraw the money. It's not, it's not happening. Um, and maybe a duration to take a decision that I will describe after. Uh, so maybe one week. Okay, so you do the drop. I put one is. You can't withdraw, and me, I can get back my one is when I want, because I don't trust the project anymore. I still get my NFT. So I have the NFT in my wallet, and I can, uh, but but it's actually kind of free. I just gave my attention to your project. So you have one is in your bank account. Uh se sequestre, like more... Escrow. Uh, yeah. Escrow, exactly. And people are doing the same. So now you have three million in this account, but you can't you still can't use it. So you need to show to the community that the project is so good and keep on delivering for people to reach the supply sold out. Okay, now you're sold out. You can still remove your, uh, your bid, in a way, um, until, the, until the goal so it's already a first momentum because it's sold out. So everybody is excited. Wow, uh, three million of uh, of euros uh, sold out in maybe uh, one day. But still, the goal is still not done. So we can still go back if we think that the project is not going so well. Um, but still, there is traction. We can't we can deny it. Then you hit the goal. So what's happening with the goal? Uh, second momentum. Wow. We hit the goal. That was the target and it's, it's happening. So the guy is really working on, on the, on the project and, and driving it. Um, and then the people that want to confirm their buying act, uh, they can, if they want to buy for, uh, for life, they can. The people that were selling on the second market, they lost their bid. Like I put money, I, I resale, I lose my one is. So. It creates automatically uh, the effect of selling for one dot one east, for example, to at least uh, sell it for a, a bit more. So it, it pushes the, the it pushes the floor a bit up, and actually the floor will be at the price of the bid in a way. If you want to positionate your uh, your collection at one is, for example, um, and for people that says, uh, "Oh, we don't answer because I was not paying attention to to this bid," the money will automatically go back to their wallet the token will be burned, so the supply will be uh, deflationary based on the people that confirmed the buying act. But meanwhile, during this full process, so I don't know, maybe the collection, if it was 1,000 NFTs, it's uh, 837 NFTs at the end. But the traction that the founder was able to show to VC, for example, or Business Angel, was huge. So he was able to trade this traction against uh, Mm. funding. And the people that are investing, they are not risking anything because they can follow the capacity of, of the founder to deliver at least during the, the launch uh, mechanism. So you can, like the only person that can be fooled in a way, it's the, maybe the VC or the business angel, but not the consumer or the founder.
0: That's really cool. I would. I, it, it seems it seems very complex. I would love to see it out in the wild and to see and to see how it works.
1: You, you have you have only two. But I will uh, share the, the source code. But you have two things. You you need to measure if the token was transferred to zero x zero, which means burn, mm-hmm. or to someone else. And if you can detect this, then you can manage your uh, table with everybody that put a bid. And and create the automatic uh, refund if something is not going well, and then there is the timer that you need to manage. As soon as uh, as you decide, uh, as, as the goal is uh, done, you have maybe one week to decide what you do, and then uh, the supply is modified if nobody is confirming.
0: Are you personally yeah. going to use it for anything, or are you just going to put it out in the wild? Well and-
1: we we're going to share the source code and do a drop with it uh, to. Show people and 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 live uh, this experience to see if it gives something. But you kind of split the minting experience in two to three parts, and uh, and I think it's better than than having a, like a one shot mint and then it's done and nothing is happening.
0: That's awesome, and especially because from a design perspective, you can you can like it can be a full on experience, a full on UI like journey and and mm, yeah
1: that's exciting and it's a zero risk for the investor you put one is you give your attention in a way to the to the creator which is the most important thing your attention is worth something on web 3 way more than your is and your is should just be a consequence of uh, putting your attention on the right project and the right creators
0: If you want to generate mass speculation in the next few months, what you do is similar to OpenSea's uh, wrapped ETH. And with one wrapped ETH, uh, your uh, smart contract accepts it as a bid. And so you can have one person that bids on 100. And so you Ah. have the appearance of... (laughs) thousands and thousands of bids and your smart contracts just creates a new bull market because it seems like there's so much liquidity on the market there you go. <laughs> yeah that's true, that's, <laughs> true. Sold, that's true we've sold the bear market done <laughs> a few minutes ago you were talking about uh, Vita- vitalik and and that you've yeah. uh, realized a few things and i would love to hear what you've realized
1: okay so i, I said i used to play world of Warcraft. Uh, and Ethereum, it comes from World of Warcraft. It's a faction inside World of Warcraft. Uh, so he decided to use this name for uh, the blockchain. And and me, I'm thinking a lot about digital or twins product uh, because coming from luxury world, uh, product is important. But to me, it's crazy that when you buy an uh, um, like gold, for example, you go to Cartier or Tiffany or whatever, and you have a cardboard. Which tells you that you are the owner, but it's a cardboard, the same one that you have uh, for a pizza, for example. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> is this experience? When do we have a digital smart contract with the 3D matching with, and we can put it in in our um, in our uh, showroom, uh, etc. Um, and I was thinking about the name. I was thinking about digital, which sucks big time, or twins product, which is a bit long and, and twins like. Yeah, maybe it's not clear for everybody. And actually, I was reading the, the definition of um, a cereal. I'm, I'm going to read it. Yeah. I'm going to read it. Because I was like, the, the guy anticipates almost everything, <laughs> and we still don't realize it. Um, a serial, extremely delicate and light in a way that seems not to be of this world. Yeah. Which means an ethereal product in contrast with a real product could be a digital or a twins product. So even in the concept, if he found the faction and the wording that could fit also for physical product in the future, especially for NFTs without knowing that NFTs will become what it is right now. And I'm like, okay, this, I think this guy is on so many things that we still don't understand. And uh, he's
0: out of this world.
1: But for me, he's an, he's an artist in a way. I don't see him as a genius that is doing math, et cetera, et cetera. It's like, he's feeling things. Like, the, the intuition that he has is, are, are like, wow, crazy. It, it's definitely, like,
0: you can't, I mean, our brains are very powerful, but they can't predict. They can't predict True. anything because the the, um, the universe is just too complex. There are too many variables. And so you see that, like, the weather is a perfect example. Like we've been trying yeah. to predict the weather for uh, hundreds of years, and and our the technology behind it is has reached the point that it is incredible. But we're still incapable of predicting the we- the weather. Like it's still a I don't know maybe eighty uh, percent chance that you're going to get it right, and twenty percent you're going to get it wrong. And our brain and that's isn't. great. Yeah, it's oh, I mean, I I'm not I'm not. I, that's amazing. That's incredible. And the, the <laughs> things that. Like data analysts are trying to do, or are capable of doing, sorry, are are generally amazing, uh, but they can't predict everything because you have black swan events, you have just things that are out of our control that we couldn't predict. The gut, though, the intuition, it seems to like find its way between the between this, and so for someone to be almost not almost, but I mean pretty much the sole creator of something this huge that like what you're just saying is, is, is amazing because it's, it's almost poetic in a way, which is not yeah. something that at first glance you would call, uh, <laughs> I'd say, yeah, I, I, yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's a sweet, like we need to, we need to keep him safe. He's very important to the world. Yeah,
1: true. <laughs> true. And, and you see it with a lot of, of, uh, crazy important people for humanity is People, they say they are awkward, like socially, they are not social, but I think it's not true because in a way they understand society better than Mm -hmm. us at a scale, I would say. Um, It's just they are able to do it at a scale. They they have an impact, but a big impact where we have a very often a one to one impact with my friend He's sad, I'm going to help him. They are able to help like plenty of people maybe in one-to-ones are not that good but you can't ask like everything is good at the scale it's already something so i I would love to leave this mode where when someone might be kind of a bit of introvert or or shy etc oh he's socially awkward no it's not because he's not on instagram day and night and putting like videos etc that is socially awkward actually i I might find the opposite
0: (laughs) Yeah, I absolutely find the opposite. One one thing, one of the greatest examples for me is Elon Musk, because very often you hear of people having experiences with Elon Musk of oh he just fired that person or he was just rude or mean or whatever. Or then you see him and he's kind of he has a way of expressing himself that could seem like he just can't talk or or that he just doesn't connect with the people that he does and and my perception my own thesis on elon musk is that he has more empathy than anyone on earth and Mm. he has it at a scale that no one else on earth can understand because he genuinely he seems to genuinely care about about a lot of things i saw this video where um he he talks about cosmonauts not finding what he's doing uh interesting and not wanting to interact with him and he almost sheds a tear and and it showed me that like you don't do that if you don't have empathy and so i think he yeah. has empathy for billions of people where we can have empathy for like five but he he doesn't have as much empathy for on on this more, smaller scale
1: yeah and I do, Elon Musk is hard because it's controversial. Like people, either they love him or they really uh, don't like him at all. Me, I'm not judging that. I'm like you. Empathy is not necessarily good. He has a lot of empathy and he's able to do it at a scale period. You, Good empathy or bad or nice guy or bad guy, it's something else. But the, his empathy ability is just like way too much. Yeah, absolutely. Um,
0: <laughs> man, it's took it's it's taken us an hour, but I would really love to talk about next decade because yeah. <laughs> that's that's what you build. That's how we got to meet. We we interacted. Uh, I I went into your your project and and we helped each other out. Then you came into my project and helped us out as yeah. well. And and then we had these Twitter spaces where just <laughs> kind of <laughs> went. Uh, went on a roll and just had our own conversation. Um, Yeah. Tell me about, tell me about the genesis of next decade. Tell me about what's happened since you started it and
1: where you are now. Yeah. Um, So I wanted to do next decade because to be honest, I'm not really good uh, as a person on one-to-one. Like my mom, she's helping migrants, et cetera. Uh, Like uh, she's dedicated to -to one-to-one relationship with people. me, growing on the internet doing my things etc i'm not that good with this but i think i have like good skills to to bring something that can help more people maybe not at the scale of uh, vitalik or, or elon musk probably not but i think I can, I can do something here and i've seen two things that were shocking for me um, tech is leaving people behind people they can't handle tech i think ChatGPT was a bit it uh, was a huge um, Showcase of this problem, like if you talk normally to something and the answer is natural, like ChatGPT is not that insane for me in terms of the answer that it's providing, especially in code, etc. For sure, it will get better. But the fact that it's answering in a human way was the game changer. Like mm-hmm. even if the interface people can say it looks like shit, the way it was answering compared to chatbots we used yeah. to have in 2015, it's it's mind blowing. The the work they did is uh is crazy. So. People they feel touched. Like someone told me, uh, one of my developers, "Oh, I just had a conversation with ChatGPT." And I was like, "What the fuck did you say?" Like you had the conversation with ChatGPT. I literally <laughs> said the same thing to people around. Me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I think that's that's the game changer. People they like to see humanity everywhere. Uh, like uh, my iPhone is talking to me. Everything is talking to me. But but I think this this is interesting. But technology is leaving people behind, and people they leave this. Less and less well. It's, it's, it's becoming very bad, the distance from people. like right? I'm sure you have people in your family that are asking for help with computer, etc. They're so confused, and it's really hard for them. Um, and it's going to increase. Uh, making people lose control or, on their environment, which is never good. So I wanted to, br- to bring more human interface for tech um, to kind of create an abstraction, but that they can still... Audit. If someone wants to audit, at least they can. So with blockchain, it, it's super nice to have a human interface that you can audit. Um, so that's the first thing that I wanted to do related to tech. And related to giving back, still a blockchain concept. Huh? If, if, you, if you all contribute, the network is more resilient, um, which works for everything. How to... Give back at a scale. I saw people with such a huge amount of money in luxury. Like it, this, is, this is not 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 normal. But the more you create a distance between poor and rich, the more problems you have, and for both uh, actually. And the middle class is kind of disappearing. Middle class is not saying anything. It's get, getting wrecked right now. So you have the poor that are trying to do what they, whatever they can. The rich that are uh, doing what they do, but with more and more problems. And the middle class absent, like almost disconnected. uh, And I'm like, if we keep on increasing this distance, there is only conflict. You you need to, like, it works only if the distance is not too big. And since I think it's my generation, like people around 90s, uh, born in the 90s, that will help fixing what what was bad. I was like, you saw those people that want to give so much social currency to others with through luxury, and and the margins are insane by seven, by ten, even more. Uh, like you don't need that much money. And finance was made like companies; they were made to create currency, and and like euro or dollar. And now you you see that euro or dollar it's not really the topic uh, with COVID, with etc. It's not really the topic, and and I'm careful when I say that with people that really struggle with euro and dollar. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it's hard to get when you don't have, but globally there is so many, so much money everywhere. Now, what is um important is uh, how you, you give back actually from because it's always going up to those big structures that are able to gather all this money with the repeatability effect that they deployed, but it's never going down to, to normal people, I would say, to reinject and, and create a, a real economy. And I think with NFTs and Web3, there is all the mechanism to do that to 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 sp- not split the fees, but in a way with achievement systems and social currency that will become. What are you investing to um, in? Sorry, uh, are you helping like this cause or this or this thing, etc If I can see that you are doing that, then you are a good person. I think the fact that you have uh, the full uh, and and those brands are nice, huh? like Gucci or, or whatever outfit can't be enough in the future you need more than that um, and then next decade is about that being able to show your digital identity that you can't show somewhere else so based on blockchain and tell it to other and, and have interaction with them based on that mm. and also manage your assets uh, in a better way than for example uh metamask like the experience if you think about it it's metamask OpenSea and Twitter and the three integration either to manage your asset or show your profile or buy hmm. are quite poor. If you look at the, just put the picture of those three services together, you will see that it's, it's not the, the right level. Um, how can we bring this to the mainstream? And if you have enough people, then you can start re- redistributing. So this is what I'm trying to, to do right now with the brand it's working super well. We have a craftsmanship in uh, 3D blockchain and luxury, which has a one-stop shop, so it's almost impossible to find uh, at this level. Um, B2C is harder because mm. you need to, to reach a level of craftsmanship and, and you need to iterate. And the last year, I've been, we've been trying a lot of things. We have a lot of data and we know how people are going to use it, we think. And now we are building uh, a triple A in terms of app to make sure that we are providing the best thing possible in terms of blockchain and 3D um, and uh, navigator, browser-based. And it should be ready by mid of 2023 fully like I want, like the proper triple A, not an experimentation or Mm -hmm. something a bit uh, side project. Um, And also I learned a lot uh, last year, so (laughs) I had to take my... uh, yeah, it, it was not, uh, easy when, you know, when I do something new very often, like the first smartwatch of Louis Vuitton, it took me one year and a half to, to release it. I really tried to do it in one year and I was not able after, after, um, I was able to do all the other project in like three months, uh, without certification because certification always take a lot of time. But, um, I think for the company it's going to be the same. Like my pilot will be like one, one year and a half and, uh, and after it's gonna be way way easier, but um, yeah.
0: Man, that, that's 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 super crazy. Yeah, and and I've seen the learning almost firsthand. I mean, from what you've shown publicly, anyway, and in your own way, you've been quite transparent in showing like the steps that you were going through, the iteration that the iterations yeah. that you were making. And honestly, even when even a year and a half is is pretty decent, and it's 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 pretty interesting because you and I we seem to be on the same. On the same timeline a little bit because i started um about a year and a half ago uh the first year was definitely a lot of experimentation a lot of failure yeah. a lot of stress a lot of like yeah lows that were that were just insane and the highs that were very exciting and and now we're actually coming to the to the. Um, all right now we've we we pretty much know what we're doing and, and where we're going but what you're but- trying to Yeah, go ahead.
1: Yeah, sorry. I think you always knew, and for me, it's the same what we wanted to do. But the market was so crazy with up and down that you have a tendency to say, okay, I'm going to follow the market because when it's up, everybody's saying you're wrong. And when it's done, you manage to maintain the project and survive. And you're like, I was right. Mm. And then you are disturbed because it's a new space. So you're like, "Uh, I don't know everything. So I'm going to try to uh, rely on what people are saying. But there is so much noise. That this this bear market allows us to go back to our gut feeling, the intuition that we had at the beginning, and now execute it well because we went through something hard. And I think if you don't go through something hard at the beginning, then you end up in the situation you were mentioning for some project, where they don't know really what they are doing. It, it went almost too fast at the beginning. I, I, I prefer to build slowly, but and have a hard moment at the beginning, and then have something that makes sense uh, long term, rather than rushing uh, the success and then
0: yeah, it's probably, complex. The best, it's probably the best approach, the best mindset. It it, it definitely yeah. didn't come easy for me because I, I I yeah very optimistic, very idealistic, and so you see yeah. the end goal and and you see it very clearly, and so you idealize a little bit. The steps and like, all right, my goal is so great, and it's so good for the people that I'm targeting, of course it's going to go this way there's no way it's not going to happen that way and 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 then, of course, everything else happens and and
1: and things are just not that easy in life but but it makes sense like let's be transparent, you and me you are I'm gonna be mean and radical for, for on purpose, but I think sometimes it's good uh you are not good at communicating what you have inside you and me it's the same we are not good at doing that and we are trying so hard to do it and 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 maybe you can do it in one to one with me easily but maybe online through twitter and instagram it's like tools that are not very ergonomic to totally share what you have mm. and maybe you never you release too too early you don't prepare yourself enough etc like if it's not working it's Absolutely. because there is something off and you need yeah. to understand human psychology and it's hard it takes time mm-hmm. huh?
0: No, you're absolutely right, and I actually personally like everything that you just said is absolutely spot on, and I realized it in the in the last little while, and that's why I'm so excited about the podcast thing because you have <laughs> a conversation, I can actually share. What I'm thinking, what my perspective is, and you, I, you can share. I'm a very intuitive and very emotional person. I, I I care very deeply about the things that I that I do. Otherwise, I don't I don't do them. And it's extremely hard. I suck at Twitter. I'm just terrible at yeah, it. Yeah. Because me too. It's 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 just not for um. It's just not for well. You you've been talking about uh in, in introverts. I'm I consider yeah. myself uh, very much of a yeah. very much an introvert. Me too, me too, actually. Yeah, I can tell. And and it's <laughs> and it's and it's really. Well, it's you can tell when someone is an introvert because given the right stage and given the right space with other introverts who l- let them in, you just have wonderful, amazing conversations because you have all yeah. of this juice, all of this power that suddenly comes out. Um, one of the things that yeah. you were saying that I found that that I, I think is. I mean, I got this from what you were saying of in the bull market, there is such a dissonance caused by the speculation. You have huge amounts of liquidity, you have huge amount of speculation, and it it draws your attention away from what you're doing and and into all right, this is where this is what I should be chasing because you, you get this almost uh, underlying sense that uh, liquidity means validation. And so what you're doing is, is, is right. And for me me anyway, in the bull market, it was like full throttle doing everything. Everything becomes a priority. Oh, we need to do that collaboration. We need to do this giveaway. We need to do this and that. And like 10% of what you do actually has real meaning and real value. And then June came. Three arrows capital went bust. Everything stopped. No more liquidity. No more buys on our token. And it was like, holy shit, finally I'm breathing again. And finally I go to, all right, this is what we're doing. Exactly what you were saying. This is what we're what you wanted to do. Let's get back to it. And uh let's kill it. And and we've been working so hard for six months, and now we're actually getting to a place where we're going to start to execute again, but it has so much depth and so much meaning and is going to have such huge impact. And it's, that's what's.
1: And I feel it when you communicate, I feel more, you know, it's weird. I have the feeling when you produce content on internet, the energy that you put in this content, you can feel it. Mm, Uh, I had the discussion with some of my designers when they design something that they don't really believe in, I can see the result on the post and I can take a friend of mine that is totally shit. And is able to do better because you can feel the energy that he put in, in this creation. Um, and what is hard also is that now you are winning. even And people, they don't realize that. When you have the right mindset, you instantly win. You don't have to wait for a success or whatever. You are winning already. It's the right path. People that were thinking they were winning in the bull market, they're not really winning. They're buying problems for uh, coming months. And you can see it with almost all the projects right now that were super successful. No, they have problems. Every day they need to find a way to maintain the value to blah, 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 because it went too far too fast. You, you live your life, you develop slowly but surely and, and you are winning because you suggest something different. And uh, honestly, winning in the bull market, we we had Bunz. dotland huh? was a project we, we launched uh, during the bull market. We sold out everything. But honestly, winning when it's always going up is it a win or is it just the wave it's, it's not the same uh, w actually <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely i hadn't thought of it like that before. yeah people, people are saying like i don't know who told me that uh, oh you are winning in bitcoin or you are winning in real estate no shit it's been uh, 30 years for real estate or uh, bitcoin maybe 2008 a bit after depending on when you entered it's, it's always going up like if you don't win, since when? It means that you are making too many uh, back and forth in in between. But it's only going up. So if you keep your money here, there is no way you are losing money. Since, since when? So, like when people say Warren Buffett is such a genius, oh really? Like he put money in in the stocks, and the stocks are going up and up and up and up and up and up long term. How can you
0: lose? Yeah. No, that's, that's for sure. But that's, that's the thing. I mean, when you put it like that, it's so duh. Yeah, (laughs) obviously. And then you're in, you're in crypto and in crypto, you have, Oh my God, this is the absolute next project. And Oh my God, you need to put your money in there. And, and you, it's so when, when you've seen the massive waves of speculation, it's so easy to think that you can 10 X your money and that you can take it out and that's it. You're good when in reality, it's, it's going to go up and then it's going to go down. And then you're going to ha- have this opportunity. And so you're going to put your money in that opportunity, but it's too late. And so in the meantime, the other coin has pumped or that other NFT project has pumped. And I was actually having, um, having a chat with, um, with someone else on the podcast and web three for me, the metaverse is an alternative universe where we create the roles. Like the people who participate, we create the roles. You own a piece of the network and with that voice that this piece of the network grants you, you participate and then you create and then you give feedback and then you you the the product feedback loop changes instead of being like internal to the team, it includes the do you know biopills? Yeah. Okay. Biopills is incredible project, incredible yeah. team, and they have perfectly understood how you build a true Web3 product. They, they integrate the team. Um, they integrate the, 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 the community in, into their, their feedback loop. And so for me, that's what the metaverse is. And, but for that, if you live in an alternate universe where you have the rules, where you own a piece of that financial system, you need to understand what it means. And you need to understand that to earn generational wealth, quote unquote, because that's what we hear all across Twitter and all across Reddit and all across everything. You can't just like buy something here and then just dump it in two weeks because it hasn't done two X and then buy another project because you heard about it from some person whose incentives are not aligned with yours. You need to actually Like, do the research, find the things that you actually really care about long term, put your money in it, and then forget about it for five years. And then find another amazing project and put some money in it and then forget about it for
1: five or ten years. And that's where you create wealth. Yeah, and maybe wealth is not what we think also. When I hear you, um, for me, blockchain is the 5G of education. Think about the number of people that now have a financial education because they went through maybe 30 years of uh, market in only like six months. Uh, you learn, like it's blazing fast how, how, how fast you learn uh, with uh, with blockchain. And in a way, it's like trackers of history. You put like real tracker software to make sure that, uh, I don't know, uh, uh Alexandre Legrand the, the Great uh, was really doing that back in the days with this amount <laughs> of money, etc cetera, etc. Cetera. So it's like the it's kind of an alternative in a way to the education system that we have that is yeah. fading. I would recommend a student to invest a bit in crypto and suffer a lot to have his PhD in, in finance rather than anything else. Mm. So to me it's like education in a way and if you are educated you will win no matter what because you understand what you are manipulating. To me, the, what's happening is just that uneducated people came to a place of scams and they will leave this place of scam or stay with resilience. Like They will not be as vil- vulnerable as they used to be. So no, they are more educated. They are a better version of themselves. So for me, they are still already winning. It's not negative at all. Um, and I like also to think about square technologies blockchain is a cube pixel is a square actually not really but this is the representation we have if you and like blockchain is bringing dimension to pixel to pixels blockchain is the past uh, you can track everything so it's a proof of something in all the case blockchain is a proof of something pixels it's the future it's visual it's imagination of what you're gonna see in the future if you combine both, so you have a, a new product that has memory, which is blockchain, for me it's the brain, and you have the pixel, which is the body, how, how good it looks like. And some people, they are looking only at the body sometimes, mm-hmm. <laughs> like just the pixels that they That's see, cool. and they don't look at what made the key difference the last years, which is the blockchain. So you need to look at both at the same time. And if you learn it like look at how many also people learn about art, digital art, historical art, et cetera, just by following this movement. know they understand like uh I don't know some they, they know some painters, they know some uh, uh glass morphism, maybe they didn't know what used to be glass morphism back in the day, et cetera so for me, it's just education, you enter in a space where you learn so fast, you have the feeling that you suck, but you don't actually you are just learning, and when you learn you 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 fail that's yeah. normal
0: yeah and i it, it's i absolutely agree with you i anti-fragility for me is a very big concept. Yeah. it's it's so important and and it needs y- y- nature breaks and then heals itself and then becomes stronger and and i see all the events that have happened in this space so far as uh anti-fragility tools it's like all right this event hurt you but you're gonna get back up and i don't mean to sound to sound like a like an asshole or that i don't empathize with the people who have like lost their lives that have lost their livelihood like i i actually feel deeply for for them um and and so i'll just focus on the more like bigger picture yeah Um, but this level of failure at this magnitude like these thousands of people losing 10 bucks, 50 bucks 100 bucks it will make them stronger. And if they do eventually come back, then they will be stronger investors and and, and they will make better decisions. And even if they don't come back, they will go back to their real lives and they they will be less susceptible. They maybe will look closer to what is presented to them and not just like take it as face value. And like you're saying, look at the block and not at the pixel. I love this thought. Wait, what were you saying? What were you meaning about the pixel not being a square? What is that about?
1: Because it's three colors actually that are not... uh, uh, it's red, green, and blue, and it's not like totally a square. It's it's a combination of three colors, uh, and depending on on the screen and the uh, 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 resolution of the screen, it, it's it's not the same thing. Uh, but people they represent it. But even a block, we said blockchain, but it's not a block. It's code. It's like writing. Like yeah, it's not yeah. a block. But thinking that it's square and 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 they are combined, and something is the past, something is the future. What matters is the interface that you have to interact with both and take your decision. But right now in the moment, you don't go too far in the future. Don't go too far in the past like you are in the moment and you need to take the right decision. So take your... your uh, <laughs> Do your own research, like they say. Yeah, and be careful of FOMO.
0: Because that's, that's what gets us every time.
1: Yeah, be- because we have mimetism. It's like it's mm. social. You do the same thing than the others. But yeah, but people... And even with those 10 bucks, what would they do otherwise? They would buy a Starbucks with full sugar and then they will say, oh, that's great. I love the drink. And then they never complain about Starbucks because uh, they gain uh, 10 pounds or something like that. Like, like, I, I don't know if learning is bad. When I buy um, training online, it happens. Sometimes I want to learn, I don't know, 3D shaders uh, training or something like that. I'm not like, oh, it took my money and I'm still not able to do this cube. It's so so shit. I'm like, no, I learned something. I I struggled. I paid to struggle and and I love it because for the future, I'm going to be a better person. So
0: yeah, but you decided, you decided for it. And that's, that's the hard thing is one thing in, in our like Western societies, we're pretty much taught that like. Life is mathematical, where you input yeah, one and you and you and you output one. Um, but <laughs> crypto tells you that sometimes you input one and you output zero, and and yeah, we're we're not used to it. And so you you do this thing. It, it you're an investor. It, it lies on you to make your decision. It, this money belongs to you. If you decide to put it, it is your responsibility. I hate like scammers are very good for some reasons for the learning experience, but overall they're very bad and, and, and yeah, but it is still your, your decision. And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's harder in that case because you didn't decide to buy into a scam, into the learning experience. You do get something meaningful, but it takes a very, specific type of resilience in order to really be able to see it
1: yeah and and very often when people they get scammed i see oh it was late i was tired and stuff yeah then go to sleep why are you trying so hard to to take decisions when you're not at your best me when i take decision it's when i yeah but for more of what like life is is going live since so many billion of years so you will have opportunities but people they feel like they lose everything like I know people that for Bordet, for CryptoPunk, they think like it's done, like it's never going to happen again. But I see, I see new opportunities like almost every day. I I think we have, you know, we are lucky all the time and we have the feeling we are always, uh, like luck is always absent. But actually you are lucky for so many reasons all the day, but you just don't realize it. So it's it's true that in terms of culture, we think everything is logical, mathematical. Actually it's the opposite. And that's why we are free because it's, nothing is predictable so nobody can control what's going to happen next and you always have opportunity to you just don't see them and you need to learn how to see them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think dopamine plays a huge part in it. I, it's, it's been a, a big interest of mine these past few months and it's like I'm going to put myself in the shoes of the like classic web 3D gen. You're, you spend six hours a day on Twitter. Uh, the, the rest of the time you spend it uh, going through discords and going through uh, maybe not right now because there's not that much info, but like white papers yeah. and just projects, and then someone calls out something, and then you go look in, look um, into it, and then I think that in bull market, that's when most of like the scams and wrong decisions happen. It's it's harder to to make a wrong decisions and wrong decision in, in in the bear market, but like in the bull market, it's so crazy. You have Telegram where you're in five groups, and you have. 10 different people shilling you 15 different projects. And so you go look at each one and because you don't really have the time to go deeper and to look at, all right, is there a track record for these people? Is there a track record? Like, can I go look on the blockchain to see if there is like something that shows that like this might turn out the way it's presented that it will. And 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 then Someone out of the blue kind of sends you a link. You don't question it too much because it looks legit. You click, you connect your MetaMask. <laughs> I've been scam, scammed once, for example. I've been in this okay. place for six years. And then one day I was feeling a little bit down. Um, And I just very mechanically, you know, like there was no, I was completely dopamine deprived, completely um like ego drained. Um, And I just like... Pfft, did it put it in and and all of a sudden NFT is gone? I was like, okay, that's how. it
1: Yeah, yeah. So you need to to remove this device from your proximity, like yeah. when it's like that. But <laughs> done and done. As a founder, yeah. <laughs> as a founder, I see a lot of my employee coming with the e-cigarette, with the coffee, we and even me coffee. It's a huge problem uh, with the screen. So you have uh, blue lights, etc. So your brain is always. Uh, in in uh, fire and it, it can't work like that you, you need to have some peace uh we take so many products yeah. to, to be always at our best and 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 rush etc and even we don't sleep that much but i need to get up because the day is going on so i need to and and sometimes you just need to to chill and uh, it's not the investment part the problem it's the way you manage your um, absolutely Peace.
0: <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. The investment part is just a symptom. It's it's just a symptom of, of everything exactly. else. And and if you do like if you do things right, then then you're good. And and for example, like I moved away. I, I used to live in a in a bigger city where I was going through that, like going to the office and then getting the coffee and then yeah. and then uh, being on the screen the whole day and going to the office whether or not I've I've slept well or not. And you know, Like letting life drive you instead of like driving your life, deciding what you do. And now I've moved out. I, I live in a smaller place with my girlfriend and we're very, like we're both very mindful of what's good for us. And I don't turn on my phone after I've, my routine these days has been one hour of meditation, one hour workout, and then a cold bath in the sea. And then only then do I, turn on my phone, like two and a half hours after I've woken up. And the change on your brainwaves, the change on how you approach life, how you're able to better solve problems, to have meaningful conversations, to maintain focus and productivity, it's just mind-boggling.
1: Yes, but you are deep in personal development because everything I hear since a uh, few minutes, it means that you did a lot of research that I did too. And the only thing that I would add is people, they need to um, allow themselves to do that and stop sometime when it's not working, when they don't want to do it again and be able to come back to it uh, because they feel like they've been a bit too far, etc. So maybe it's time to be in uh, uh, peace mode and I activate those mechanisms again to get back to a better situation. Um, people, they think either they do it their entire life or they don't do it. It's black or white. Uh, I, I think they should just use it when they need to to go back to something better
0: yeah,
1: 100%. and and they forget
0: yeah 100% it's it's you you I think the best example that we've all heard is the whole, I'm going to start working out thing. That person who's been quite inactive for years and is like, all right, now I've made the decision and I'm going to start working out. I'm going to go to the gym four times a week. I'm going to have a clear plan and then I'm going to have a diet. And then oh, I've been smoking a little bit, so I should really cut this out. And I know that drinking. And so all of a sudden they, they try to pile on everything onto their plate and, and too much, too much, way too much. And then after mm. a couple of weeks, three weeks, a month, six weeks, if really like they're inc- incredibly mentally strong, then, then they'll like, they'll break. Whereas 100% with what you're saying, you, you start small and you do, you do what you need. You, you feel down at the end of your day or like you feel drained, just meditate five minutes or like breathe for five minutes. Yeah. And then when you start feeling better, you don't feel like you need to do it, then you don't anymore. And then after a while you realize, oh shit, it's actually better when I do it consistently, whether I feel wrong or uh, whether yeah. I feel good or bad. And then it integrates. And then five minutes turn into like <laughs> that, that, that guy was, was telling me, we were having a conversation and, and he was asking me about my routine. And I told him, well, yeah, I, I like meditate two to three hours every day and he's like what the how can you do that i can't even do that for five minutes and i told him yeah i i, I was the same it, it's and everyone is the same there's no there's no one on earth who just starts by working out five times a week an hour and a half every day yeah it's you need to build yeah. it up it's the same with everything
1: repetition is key you you start having habits after 30 days and it and stays after 90 days That this is what people are saying so you know, you know it's a long process, but just try exactly. And life goes up. And Same now. thing with crypto.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, there's just one thing. It's been an amazing conversation, yeah. and there's just one thing that you touched Sorry, on you that know. I w- that would that I would love to hear a little bit more about. Yeah. You talked about the luxury component, and I think you said three dot io, but I don't. I'm not sure. I, I got it.
1: Ah, uh, luxury, luxury three mm. with the three dot okay. io. Well, it's it it's a uh, still. Uh, work in progress, but the goal is to archive all the luxury project and and give a vision of luxury project. And my prediction is that luxury projects will take over uh, even the blue sheep for many reasons. And uh, if you go in collection, for example, you can show the blue sheep um, and you can see that the blue ships are on top, that the luxury brands are below. It's al- almost only about Figital for luxury brands, mm. uh, except for Gucci that had one derivative project for PFP that is one of the most successful, actually. And, um, and the blue ship, it's only Avatar PFP project. Uh, so you see how the market is split. You see also the number of sites, luxury, is increasing uh, every week and at some point it was like six sales per week for some luxury brand with such mm-hmm. a strong brand it's impossible only six uh, resale uh, uh, opportunity so i think i think they will within the two years be above blue chips or uh, some some know like cryptopunks more i don't know but cryptopunks mm, i i it because for me it's it's a piece of history cryptopunks more than anything else um but the rest they can uh, I would play them easily, I think, with the infrastructure they have and and the strategies they have. Um, So that's why I'm doing a focus on this. And I'm doing a focus on this because inside Next Decade, I want people to have the best products, especially in uh, a serial product, Mm. digital or or twins product. Um, And luxury brands, I know they will provide the best craftsmanship in terms of real product and doing good 3Ds are starting to learn uh, how to do it. And also, there is another reason for that. There is no second-hand market. Well, actually, luxury brands are not even doing second-hand market. Prada, if you buy a token after, it's useless. Uh, Tiffany, if you buy the, the, the yeah. token for the necklace, it's, it's useless. There is no utility. Like, it's either you have the necklace or, or there is nothing. So they're, they're not even trying to play in the second-hand market because they're so used, uh, of the first-hand market. And they used to say, yeah, but Le Bon Coin, Vinted, etc. or, um, Craigslist, sorry uh gary's mod on this team I'm, I'm confused um craigslist etc they say no it's not for us but in the digital space there isn't there is second hand market but and it shows your volume your floor price so it's important to take uh, part uh, to the second hand market it's it, like actually mandatory otherwise you're absent But there is no second-hand market in terms of depreciation. Like, your product is not going to help because it's digital. So there is no, like, uh, it's less expensive because it was used, etc. So actually, it will drag the price of luxury um, way more than what it is right now, even for second-hand market. I think on top of that, you have the, like, Japanese culture. When you use something, when something is already used, there is more value into it. And with all the climate, etc., and upcycling. Yeah. I think everything is converging to let luxury brands take NFTs, make it as the new pattern for products and be above any other industry because they, they really need it. It's key for them to, to keep the momentum. They don't have any other choice. Yeah, absolutely.
0: I, I have this, this sort of picture in my mind of like in, in a few years you buy an LV bag and, and you have the the um, digital twin and the transaction Can only happen on online or at least like have a sort of escrow and and some if two years later you sell your lv bag then you transfer the ownership it's just and and it it just makes so much sense and it 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 brings transparency to the space it brings more value it makes sure that lv Counterfeit counterfeit product and and it makes sure that the brand still makes money 10 years 15 years 20 years down the line because anytime the the nft the 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 NFT changes hands there, there can be a fee that, that goes back up. So it's yeah. Good for you. What's, what's, um, Oh, go yeah. ahead.
1: No, no, no. Sorry. I, I was, uh, just, uh, agreeing with what you okay. said. <laughs> no, no, I was just going to ask
0: like, what's, uh, what are the, um, the luxury, uh, the luxury NFTs that you're watching?
1: Oh, there's two things. There is the luxury brands and the luxury uh, NFTs. What is already released? I'm very impressed by Gucci, Dodge and Gabbana. And which one is the third one? There is a third one that that used to, to do things very early and very web three. And even though I'm not especially a huge buyer of Gucci or Dolce and Gabbana, the the fact that they acted super fast uh, and and they did several try, even Prada, I'm impressed. For me, it's impressive the the mm-hmm. speed. Uh, so it's and, and you know I I used to say soon you will see two things like Hermes. I think it's 1837 the the creation date uh, of Hermès and they put since 1837 or Mm -hmm. 32, 34, I don't remember Um, soon they will have two since, since 1837 and since 2021 and 2021 will be one of the best year uh, for them And the one that will have 2028, uh, you're going to be like, okay, you're a bit behind uh, my friends. and, and luxury brands. They don't want to be in this position. So for me, the brands that did this move now, even if for me, it's maybe not the biggest brand in the real world. I think in the future, they might be huge because they, they get, they get it like crazy. Um, so those, those that were active very early. I'm impressed. Um, the one that I like, hmm, uh, I'm a huge fan of Burberry, but they didn't do anything on Ethereum. Okay. Huge fan of Louis Vuitton. Obviously, I see that they are doing a few stuff recently. So so it's, so it's cool, yes. Um, what else? I like Hermès. I would like to see Hermès uh, doing NFTs on top of uh, dealing with Mason Rothschild um i would like to see uh who else Balenciaga, i like it despite the, the drama they had with the communication I, I like what they do very often in terms of design um and for the one that are released so far i i don't see anything that i especially like now in terms of value proposition i think it's a bit too far
0: I was actually going to ask, and I swear this will be my last question. Uh, what's the what's the what what do you, how do you think a, a brand like this? What's the optimal use case, or at least your optimal, your favorite use case for for a luxury brand to use NFTs for?
1: To me, uh, people they add a lot of PFPs, so they already have their avatar, 3D or not. We don't. That's not the point. Uh, they have their avatar. What you should do is creating derivatives for their avatar that are matching the art of those avatar to show some, like, um, understanding some context. You understand the context of this space, so you create something, like Gucci did, in a way. Because people will start collecting animation for their own avatar. And the avatar that, for me, will be worth the most will be the one that did the Gucci drop, the Givenchy drop. The um, I don't know which uh, other brand drop, uh, and this is this this set of experience and this package of NFTs that will um, bring value to the original NFT. And to me, they don't let owners uh, have fun uh, with their NFTs and engage uh, very often with the brand. Like you just need to create touch points where they can. Kind of increase the value of their uh, digital assets. and after having a, a proper membership uh, system, and maybe with a um, tailor-made offer mm. for NFTs, especially unleashing new creators to emerge. Like you want to practice, take risk with your brand. Usually, you can't do it with the the NFT community. They love when it's weird That's and. So smart. Me, me. what I would do, honestly, I, if I'm Louis Vuitton right now, I, I hire uh, one new artistic director for this kind of product that is native of motion design, real time, 3D, etc. I put this guy with my actual artistic director for a normal collection and he's getting used to them and the process of syncing and the volume and the intensity and the codes, etc. And then he will translate it. To 3D motion, etc., to create the 3D craftsmanship of the brand, and then you let him try with uh, Web3 population to see if if it's clicking. And then when when the guy is gonna be crazy, I think the products they will be already merged. So you will need such this kind of artistic director uh, in house. That's so cool. Yeah, I love it. I would do that. I love it. All
0: right, LV, I hope you're listening. Thanks, man. So much. <laughs> Thanks so much. And before we close Thank it you. off, um, what do you, who, where Where should people should reach out and who are you looking for at the moment? Like who are the, who are the people who should reach out to you and talk to you and that you're
1: interested in at the moment? So uh, you can find us on Twitter or discord on Twitter. It's ne- next decade app. Quite easy to find if you put next decade. And yeah, uh, so we are based in Paris, uh, in the middle of Paris, actually, Rue de Rivoli. and um, what I'm looking for right now is people that love to craft product, uh, product in terms of software. If, if you, I, don't, I don't like calling people designers or developers when you enter at next decade. They are nothing. They are product creators. They are not like you don't design or you don't develop. You create a product, which mm-hmm. means if you say I'm a developer and I don't know how to design, to me, you're incomplete in a way. If you know um, how to design, but you say, I don't know how to code, you're incomplete. doesn't mean that you have to know how to do it, but you will learn with the other uh, employee how to do it. And and you, you need to have this drive and, and willing to learn. Uh, I don't want you to do what you used to do in your own previous job because it means that it's too easy and we are reproducing something that is already made. I, I want you to Live next decade at some point and be better than than when you entered. Just by the fact you learn the full scope of what the product uh, required. This is what I've been doing at Louis Vuitton, and I know one hundred percent it's working. And this is how they work also internally. You need to understand everything from the product, from mechanical uh, industrial stuff to software to certification to everything is works together. And and I want product people like true or not a product owner or, or scrum master or i don't want that i really want product people
0: man i want to come work with you now <laughs> that sounds awesome <laughs> all right if you're
1: listening, try it yeah all right I'll,
0: I'll, I'll link me an application and i'll give it a shot uh if you're listening and if you fit that description go check him out if you don't get it already he's fantastic and 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 what they're building at next decade is awesome and i can't wait to see uh what the next few years have in store for you thanks so much alex um, thank you i yeah I, I knew this would go well and it still exceeded my expectations i love uh, talking to you so
1: yeah it, it's always a pleasure when i when i saw the meeting i was like yes this is one of the meeting that i want to do <laughs> uh, that means a lot
0: that means a lot thanks yeah so much, yeah man. And, and i'll talk to you soon
1: cool yeah.
0: sings.